so good to be here with you guys today. Uh, as I was thinking about getting ready for today, the thought keep coming in my mind that we love to fix things that are broken. I think about an old piece of furniture that we get a hold of and we strip it and we paint it and we make it look amazing. We love fixer-upper shows. Any fans of fixer-upper out there? Amazing. I mean, that show is blowing up because we like to see something that is broken, restored, and made beautiful again. In the same way, we love the story of a broken marriage. We love hearing how Susan and Raul are restored and how the Lord is using them in amazing ways. And I'm here to say the church always better be, should be, must be about helping restore what is broken. But what I get to do, what I am giving my life for is to this idea of what if we fixed something before it was broken? What if we took something and made it amazing from the start? If we didn't make it out of bad materials, but made it incredible? Or what if we looked at it and started to make it and we realized this thing isn't worth making? That's what we can be about when it comes to premarital ministry. What if we took a couple and built them up strong from before they even said, I do? What if we took them and we spent time with them and said, they're a mess. This should not happen. We're doing everything we can to call this thing off. What if the church poured energy not into just restoring like we should, but also preparing them from before they say, I do. For the next few moments, I want to talk about the importance of premarital ministry and that the church should be, better be, must be about preparing couples for marriage. That there are many ways that we can do this. We see it all over the place. Couples are getting married and someone is preparing them somewhere, somehow. Unfortunately, it is typically not you and me. You know who's preparing couples for marriage? Their friends whose marriages are broken. Their cube mates who are living together, their parents who are telling them, test drive the car, move in together before you get married. You know who else is preparing them? Television. Modern family is preparing them. The church is not doing what she needs to do to prepare couples for marriage. And working with pre-marriage for almost a decade now, I can tell you this is a huge felt need season of life. Couples are terrified of getting married. They don't want to be like mom and dad. They don't want to be like their first marriage. And so they're saying, we need some help. And the church just watches them go on by. The church is not involved like we can be. The way we view premarital ministry here is almost like a traffic light, where we have the opportunity to take someone who wants to get married and help them prepare. We can tell them it's a green light. We are fired up about you getting married. We can tell them, you, we got some concerns here. We're not telling you to call it off, but just hit the brakes. Or we all know those couples, it is a red light. Eject, get out right now so you don't just deal with all this carnage down the road. We have the opportunity as the church to prepare them, to help them hit pause, to help them break up. We should be about preparing couples for marriage. Sometimes they're going to break up along the way. We celebrate that, not in front of them, but we celebrate it because you know what we prevented? We prevent a miserable marriage. We prevent someone who's stuck together for the rest of their lives. We prevent divorce and carnage down the road. My job in the next few minutes that we have together is not to tell you what to do. I want to tell you just to think and dream bigger. I'm so grateful for what y'all are doing. I know some are doing two-on-two -two with Preparing Rich or The Focus. I know some are doing classes. Some are doing small groups. There's some incredible stuff going out there. But I want to see the church do the best that we can to prepare couples for marriage. 
One reason I know is that the church is not preparing couples well is because what I often hear from some of you, I hear premarital ministry is easy. Like, really? Let's take a bunch of selfish, sinful, entitled children of divorce, and let's let them get married. Premarital ministry is easy. Do you know how many couples are living together? Do you know how many are looking at porn? How many are selfish? How many of them are sexually active, are blended children of divorce? There is so much pain out there. Premarital ministry is not easy. If it is, you're not reaching the right couples or you're not asking the right questions. I will tell you that premarital ministry is not easy. And so I want you to think of your church. How are you doing at preparing couples for marriage? Would someone in your congregation feel comfortable inviting them to prepare for marriage with your staff, with your church? Are the couples that come to you, are they there because they want to be or because they have to be? How are you addressing the tough issues? How are you addressing divorce and remarriage? How are you addressing cohabitation? How are you helping future blended families blend? How are you addressing porn and premarital sex and the whole host of stuff out there? And in some ways, I am highly discouraged because I think we're missing an opportunity. In other ways, I'm encouraged at times. I'm encouraged by you churches that are using the prepare. I'm encouraged by my friends in Abilene who have a small group of six couples, eight couples at a time that go through. And they're sitting down and they're pouring their lives into these couples. I'm encouraged by churches across the country that are doing Sunday school for pre-married. They're doing small groups for pre-married. I'm encouraged by my friends at Grace Church in South Carolina and High Point Church and Victory Church in Atlanta that are doing classes to prepare couples well. You're having an impact. And so I want you to think so much bigger than what you're doing. I'm thrilled about the ones that are coming, but what can you do to reach more couples in your community? So here at Watermark, as John has said, we've been doing this for about 10 years. We started real small. As he said, we had three or four couples. It's amazing they're all still married, but the real reality is, is that we just gave them God's word. It didn't matter what it looked like. You're gonna be blown away by what you see tonight. 150 couples, this is what I do for my job. I'm a full-time pre-marriage pastor. I think I'm the only one of my kind in the whole world that does full-time premarital ministry for a living. And so you're going to see something really cool, I hope. You're going to see couples who are so far from God preparing for marriage. This year we're doing five classes, three weekends. We'll have about 850 to 1,000 couples that will prepare for marriage here at Watermark. We started small in the past, but we've been building year after year after year. About 50% of them don't come from our church, and a very large percentage of them are completely unchurched. Someone has invited them to prepare for their marriage. And so here's what we're seeing in Merge. In a typical class, we are seeing completely lost people. We're seeing people who haven't been in a church in a long time, but they're getting married and somebody invited them to come in. We're seeing couples who, uh, who trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Yes, they prepare for marriage, but even more so, they prepare for eternity. We're seeing couples who go through merge, who will date someone and they'll break up and then they'll come through again with someone down the road. We're seeing couples who are sexually active, who live together, who are lost. We see all denominations, all races, all ages. We see people who love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the thing they all have in common is their need for Jesus and their need to prepare for marriage. What I love about our body here is that we have a very clear path towards pre-marriage prep. If someone in our community is getting married, whether they are churched or unchurched, they come to merge. We wanna be Dallas's church to prepare couples for marriage. 
And so we've issued a challenge. We said, if you know someone getting engaged, if you know someone who's getting married, don't buy them a plate from JCPenney's. Give them premarital prep. And so people are giving this as a gift. It's been a great way to reach couples who we typically wouldn't reach. And so here's what we did. Nine years ago when I started, John and I sat down and we said, what if we reached 10% of all couples who got married in Dallas County in any year? And so in 2006, we reached 70 couples. It was awesome. Okay, they were all believers, very solid. They all went to Baylor and Texas A&M and incredibly good folks. Okay, but we said, what if we reach more? What if we didn't reach the Christians? What if we reach their neighbors and their friends and their coworkers? And what if we reach those who've been married before who are blending? What if we reach people who have never been reached before? As we started to go into bridal shows, we started spreading the word. This is all word of mouth. I have no marketing budget. It's all word of mouth that people are coming here. And so last year we reached 850 couples. It's about 6.3% approximately of all couples who get married in Dallas County. And I'm telling you, all we do is stand up on stage and yell at them for two hours, telling them how hard marriage is. Marriage is hard. You're all going to die. Okay, stop looking at porn. Quit having sex. Move out. Deal with your submission and leadership issues. Guys, you've got to step up. Ladies, he's going to lead you. Are you ready for that? We do not compromise, and they keep coming. I don't know why, but they do. Because they're scared, and they know that we love them. And so I just think we're missing it. We have such an amazing opportunity. There's nothing magical about 10%. That's just, we think we're going to start seeing a difference. Because you just saw what happens. It's not just two dominoes. The effect when two people say I do is not just a husband and a wife. It's everything and everyone around them. So let's not miss it before they say I do. My hope, my dream is that when we do this again, that there's a whole slew of people who are full-time primary directors. My other dream is to put the restore part of re-engage out of business so that couples are so well-prepared that all they do to go to re-engage for is to be enriched and to grow. Come on, church, let's do, we've got to do this. If we don't, somebody else is going to.